Black Pride Podcast. What episode is this? We are on episode 27. Funny that you started with uh, Anderson Pack. I don't even remember if we talked about it on the last part. Maybe we talked about it literally before we hopped on. But him oh, and yeah, Bruno mentioned it. Him and Bruno Mars got they created a band or whatever. Silk Sonic they called it. Mm, that is gonna be disgusting, <laughs> bro. <laughs> That's gonna be the most player nah, shit we've heard. Hold up, that shit is gonna go super ultimum quadruple platinum. Period. Every and, everything Bruno Mars has been put, whether you like it or not, everything that ever since <laughs> that nigga dropped twenty fifth carry <laughs> gold on you niggas. No, it was Uptown Funk for me. Yeah. I know that was a pop record, but that shit still gets. No, spins. they smoked a couple of joints. What about the last? Uh, damn, my coworker loves Bruno, so I've listened to even like his B sides. Oh, nigga yeah. gets off. Talented him and Anderson with a little <laughs> bit of Dre and Bootsy. Come on. Come on. Honestly, that is so much. Even aside from just their talent, you can obviously tell those are two individuals that like pay homage to the music that they love to create. For sure. So much. I I, I don't know. I have no idea what to expect, but we haven't heard anything from Bruno in a minute. We haven't heard anything from Anderson in a minute. And Anderson been that nigga since he's dropped Malibu easily. Period. 
But the fact that them niggas are clicking up, bro, and they're supposed to drop the first single either tonight at midnight Friday, or right? tomorrow. Damn, Come on, they, nah, man. Hold up. They gonna be able to hold back Drake? <laughs> Tory Lanez? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Tory Lanez is nuts. It's supposed to be scary hours at midnight. Drake's dropping his last scary. Hold up, because he said he's been dropping for the past. It's for real. That's well, no, supposed no, no. to be so the thing the he's al- dropping at midnight. The album, yeah, the album is certified lover boy. Yes. That's your shit. But the mixtape, <laughs> Scary Hours. This is his second time, you know, titling a mixtape, you know, Scary Hours. So this is supposed oh. to drop at midnight. And it'd probably be a two-piece. But it's, it's, it's song. Wasn't the last one just songs everyone's heard from before, but like on some remastered mm-hmm. shit or? That was, uh, not Take Care, but, uh. It, it was Caretaker. pretty recent. Care, or some, care package or care package or some shit. You know what it is, nigga. You been listening to <laughs> that shit. It's something like that. But yeah, yeah, that was the all the Lucy's he had been putting out. He mm. put out the masters and he sold it. Then after that, he did the Dark Lane. Oh fuck, I'm terrible at this. Yeah, the, Dark Lane demo tapes. Okay. Those were new songs. You know, like a ten piece two with the mm. Tootsie Slide and all that shit on there. Okay. Now, Scary Hours. Oh, it's called Care Package. Damn, look how you knew the album. Damn. Exposing myself. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so, yeah, this could probably be like two or three songs he's just going to give mm. us to stay popular. I am curious on why he has pushed back his date so far. Like, it's March. You're dropping out this. So, he's probably not dropping until April, May now. He's. I think he's trying to take over the summer. I think he wants something that's going to drop mid-spring, mm. you know, maybe right before it transitions. And the way things, I don't know, you read some stories, we're on a great path, everyone's going to be vaccinated by May and we're open. And then other stories, you hear like shit's starting to not look that positive. So if I had to guess, maybe that, but maybe, I don't know, maybe he just still is not in love with the album. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we do get that from artists a lot. I doubt it's any business issues at this point. I no, mean, I don't think it's business issues. I do think he's trying to run the summer, but in quarantine is Jake, Jake, Drake, nigga. Jake from State Farm. You could have put out one record and it's going to do numbers. So if he would have dropped in January, nobody's dropped music. He yeah. still would have. Ran it, but I don't know. That's uh, some exciting new music. I mean, I'm definitely excited for Bruno for sure. And yeah. Anderson. No, that, I, again, I don't know what to expect, but I just feel like that joint is going to slap. Slap, slap. Outside of that, though, music has been super slow for me. I ain't really heard shit, found shit. Um, I know you was banging that flow, Millie. He was definitely a flow Millie shit. You definitely was a singing Dora the Explorer. This is a sick Negro. (laughs) Honestly, I only saw the snippet that she posted on Twitter. I haven't heard the. Have you listened? And she made it for you because she named it like it has something to do with her backpack type. She might reach in her backpack and get it off. This is a sick Negro. Okay. <laughs> Have you gone back and listened to some of her shit? I know we talked about her weeks, weeks, weeks ago. 
No, I even the little backpack song. She just sounds super young. She sounds like she has braces still. And, it's and not- when I said that she was actually that you tried to shame me. I I don't. I think she could rap. She's going to be there. She's going to be there. Literally what I said. Yeah, she's going to be there. But, but I, I don't ride around with no one that listens to Flo Millie. So that's the difference. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Oh, ah, the ghetto. The ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> I love the ghetto. Um, no, but I would, quote unquote, challenge you to like, I know she just dropped her quote unquote debut. So maybe they'll see if she has a joint that came out before the most recent debut. And again, she's one of those rappers that just gets off on the beats that have an obnoxious amount of bass, but she really can't rap. So I would, I would, I would challenge you to go listen because, because she, she got a lot of flow. So, but I haven't heard the Dora Jones. <laughs> she has a lot of flow. You see, Hi. you see, how, <laughs> you see what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking relax. You see how I gave it to him. But what else was popping this week? I don't know, a whole bunch of bullshit. I guess not related specifically to music, but in the world of DK music and the culture. Um, a few more articles have came out recently about T.I. and Tiny, about their whole sex trafficking slash abuse little ring that they're accused of. Mm. It says 11 of the victims have retained a lawyer and are now seeking criminal charges. T.I. and Tiny obviously are still adamantly denying all of the allegations. Um, But some more recent news in light of that, uh, the next season of their reality show, I think was at the very least postponed as far as like recording and production. And I wasn't too, I I didn't even know this prior, but I guess T.I. T.I. had um, some type of role in the Ant-Man Marvel series. Mm. Um, and they just dropped him from that. Damn. Hard to say for certain if it's because of the allegations. But, I mean, the timing is kind of nuts. Um, but I don't know. I it To me, it's I guess it's only interesting because we still don't know a lot. Um. But I thought it was kind of over with, like. Well, I, it is. It is uh, weird how quiet that shit got. It got, got over thirty s- niggas speaking out on you, and all of a sudden, in a week and a half, is dead. And it's been dead for some weeks now because we yeah. haven't talked about it on the pod, at least for a few weeks, right. three or four at this point. So it got super dead, and then I, you know, half-ass thought I saw something that came out and said, you know, the allegations were bogus. So I literally thought they did the sweep up job and Mm -hmm. everything was Gucci. So to kind of see these new articles and see that lawyers have been retained in, uh, you know, I guess whatever investigation is proceeding um, a bit further, it's just interesting. You know, Uh, it's the allegations are pretty fucking nuts. So, you know, we're going to have to see more, but. I don't know, man. It's nuts. 
people have talked about T.I. on some weirdo creepy shit before. Particularly like around some shit like he said about his daughter in the past and like oh, yeah. how he tries to police certain things about that. And so it's like I don't know. Sometimes people show you who they are and sometimes you need to believe them. But as far as this is concerned, we don't have the full details. But I just thought mm. it was interesting that it kind of what seemed to be a, a, a slight resurgence, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's definitely... Like I said, it's kind of one of those things where it's like we can't really slander a guy too much because we don't know what the end is going to be. But if I was uh, VH1 and anything else, T.I. was tied to i'm cutting you off too i mean just to protect my brand just never know yeah and that's that's just what it boils down to so we'll see Uh, i'm sure more is gonna come out on that on the other side of the music world our good Mm. buddy jay-z was in the news today you Mm. hear about that i sure did i wanted to speak on it last week and uh I will read the stats just to be politically correct Mm. um, before this title deal. Mm -hmm. It says here, this was on your birthday, actually, Mm. uh, that Jay-Z had sold 50% of his ownership of Ace of Spades to a French luxury powerhouse, most specifically its Moet Hennessy Spirit Group. It is a move made to propel the champagne producer to the next level of worldwide distribution, blah, blah, blah. Um, in his verse, What's Free, uh, he revealed that the ownership of Ace of Spades was valued at $500 million. Uh, so it is this guy's understanding that this amount was likely this year the purchase price of, 50, of the 50%. Mm. So Jay and the Moet Hennessy CEO appeared on TNBC, blah, 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 blah. They didn't end up posting the number here, but I heard it was like six hundred million or some shit. Yeah, you know? I think it, I saw a number floating around somewhere upwards of like the high six hundred. Yeah, high six over half a billion dollars. So easily. let's just let's stay there first. Okay. What are your feelings about specifically towards the Ace of Spades deal? Um, that one I am okay. What I will say is like. That one to me, and I'm not super read up on it, but that one to me seems like more, I don't know if Jay-Z himself created Ace of Spades or he was just kind of like, was he one of the people that kind of helped push the brand to become what it was? He no, actually Jay-Z owns Ace of Spades. Okay. Poor for this, mm. you know, he so, owns Ace of Spades. To me, it sounds like Jay-Z is probably gearing up for... Uh, an acquisition of some sort like i don't know i think the one thing that i could possibly think of is maybe he's trying to make a play on like a sports team you know we saw him kind of get cozied up with the nfl tried Mm. to do a lot of pr and cover up for them maybe he's trying to get a stake in an nfl team um that's just a wild speculation um but it is interesting it is interesting that's 50 percent of something that you created you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and so at best you just have an opinion against all other parties involved you know i don't know if he's still a majority owner because who knows how the 50 percent is broken up on the other side or who knows how that 50 percent that he has left is broken up on his side Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying 
uh he i'm sure he has other partners that kind of are in that deal so it's pretty interesting though but over 600 million dollars like <laughs> i don't even know how to comprehend that amount of money so i guess uh i don't know i i think that your answer is safe to be honest and i think if you just separate the fact like your dad, for example, mm. right? I know we're going to get to this later with this second. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's just get into it now. That well, it's, all, it's, all it's all connected. It's all connected. So go ahead and share our uh, the new news of him selling title. Not right. all of it, but. So Jay-Z sells majority stake in title to Square, which is the company that owns Cash App, who, which is owned by Jack Dorsey, who owns Twitter. Mm-hmm. Follow? Yep. Jay-Z sells his majority stake in title to Square for a reported um, deal at $297 million. Mm-hmm. Not only that, he also joins Square as one of the board of directors. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really interesting. So pretty much they, they split 50 Jay went to their side. They got this guy named Jesse going to title. And they're both in each other's pots. Now, obviously, Jay-Z didn't buy into Square. No, but he is a board but he's of... A, we'll he's join. A, one of the CEOs, pretty much. Yep. Which is interesting because... Pause right there. Square says it sees, it sees the deal as an opportunity to leverage those learning to help musicians find new ways to support their work and make better decisions through title. Take Jay-Z out of this. I don't know too much about Square, but they're about to start chokeholding you niggas fast. This is also the same company that's talking about we're going to start taxing that ass for Twitter, too. And who owns Cash App? Square. Square is one of these kind of like, and we're seeing them a lot, is like Mm -hmm. one of these financial tech companies. Now... What I will say is that there's good and bad that goes with that, right? We utilize financial tech companies. We spoke about a few of them that we like to utilize, Acorns, Betterment, et cetera. And some of these companies are, you know, a little bit more forward thinking in the way that they do banking and Mm -hmm. finance and assets. So it's not, you know, they oftentimes offer better, better, like, I would say overall returns, not just in a money sense, but in the way that they treat their customers. Mm -hmm. Square is one of those things trying to give more power to the average person in the way that they control their finances. And in this article, Jay-Z's quoted as saying, "Um, I said from the beginning that title was about more than just streaming music. And six years later, it has remained a platform that supports artists at every point in their careers. Artists deserve better tools to assist them in their creative journey. So it's very, very interesting that Square is taking advantage of a music music company as its business model to this point has been a financial tech company. Now, this can play into Jay-Z's whole premise of more financial opportunities and, I guess, freedom amongst artists. Mm -hmm. So that's very interesting. And from an artist and creative standpoint of view, I can see how that might be very interesting. I guess my whole thing about this is it's very interesting how Jay-Z is praised in our community because without a shadow of a doubt, he's a very successful businessman. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and he talks a lot of cash shit. Some of it you can take with a grain of salt. And then other times, you know, he's saying shit that's like, okay, cool. He's trying to preach ownership and, you know, what black people need to do, this or that, in terms of owning and business and economics and things like that. And yet we see him selling off his companies that he has ownership in or had ownership in. So to me, Jay-Z is just a businessman, period. Mm -hmm. He'll create something and own it to the extent that he feels he can get everything that he needs out of it. This is obviously another stepping stone for Jay-Z. I mean, he two deals in the past month and a half, and seemingly he's at close to $900 million just with those two deals. Mm-hmm. So to me, it seems like he's raising capital. The board seat to me is kind of just like a formality. We're a financial tech company. We need somebody that understands music and artistry and music business to kind of give us guidance with our new acquisition. So that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it is a bit interesting because he talks about that a lot. Ownership and using that ownership as a means to get what you're worth now seemingly two of his biggest babies of recent but if he thinks that baby's worth one of those is worth 600 million well i mean then how much is a dollar cost it's not about how much it costs he started or it. how much is, is it worth well then hey well then so that's what i'm saying so it, it, it can't go both ways there is no uh shame in something you have started and you deciding to sell it Absolutely most of not. the times we sell ourselves short this mm-hmm. is true nine times out of ten we mm-hmm. never even get that fucking opportunity mm-hmm. you know uh i was bringing up your dad for an example of how proud we have been of him of his first restaurant and all this other shit and once he got going he bought mm-hmm. another but what was the problem that we were irritated about he sold the first one mm-hmm. so yes this one's doing big and it has big numbers and he's a million dollar, you know, owner of this restaurant. And all he literally talks about is what? I can't wait to sell it so this shit can fly on its own. So I do think that that's okay. It's very Mm -hmm. rare in our community to be able to own something, it's successful, and then still have the opportunity to say, it's yours now. You have paid me what I think I deserve Mm. for that product Mm. i don't think there's anything wrong with that Mm -hmm. specifically towards jay-z um uh just with the ace of spades deal you're selling it to hennessy hennessy is also for our people so that's one in the same market Mm -hmm. um and like i said will you ever get that 600 million dollars again on another drink probably not uh does that take away from diddy owning ciroc no diddy decides to keep 100 percent. bravo you're gonna make money as it comes in, he decides to say, hey, he didn't sell 100% of anything either. So that was True. also telling. You're selling 50% of your thing. You have as much right as they do. You guys are now a joint brand, specifically with Ace of Spades and Moet Hennessy. You're selling to the same people. It's a good business deal, and I get paid. Mm-hmm. So if I take this $600 million and wipe my ass with it or buy an NFL team or feed my kids liquid gold, that is my business. That's sure. my business. But I I personally don't see what's shamed on that. Now, when it comes to music, this is where it's different. For the simple fact that you are more than a businessman, we know you as an artist. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of artists in the game 
from now till forever that will always be able to look at Jay-Z, Diddy, and Dre. For what reasons, bro? They are the top three businessmen in this league. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. So it's not just I made a dope album. I got all this respect. They paid me so much. He has flipped his albums a million fucking ways. He was selling Magna Carta with the fucking Samsung in 2013 right? just to get a deal. So he has probably, in his mind, maximized amount of money. And we're not doing shows no more. He already went on show on tour with Beyonce two or three times. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much done. I'm 52. You know what I'm saying? And I have these... And again, to me, you're not selling 100%. Mm. You're not walking away with the quarter. You're still walking away with half. Mm. But I think the bigger conversation is he didn't sell it to the highest bidder. He sold it to people who he thought still could push the brand, which he still owns half of. Mm. So I didn't just sell my 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 fucking uh, champagne to Ralph's just for right. the sake of they were going to pay me a billy. Mm-hmm. I sold it with another urban drink that... We can partner up and really all these commercials and all this shit, niggas do it no problem. He still got Doucet. Which is also interesting. He still got Doucet. Mm. You know, and now when you talk. I almost think that's a conflict of interest. No, because you know how alcohol is. We just did it when we were in Vegas. Mm-hmm. We're not going to touch Hennessy for decades. But we had bottles of Crown. Mm-hmm. Shit, Crown linked up with Jay-Z. Shit. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's that yeah. easy. So I find nothing wrong in the champagne deal at all. He still owns 50%. I, I don't necessarily find business. anything. And I know because I know that biz, that particular business, mm-hmm. even I know his ownership is split up with the people of Aces of Spain. He, because even with that, it's reported that I'm just reading right now, actually, with that 50% deal out of that 600 or so, he got half of that 600 so again, it's gonna be kind of interesting, I guess, to see exactly right. how the pie is sliced. He's still obviously an owner in the company to push it forward, but I do agree with you a hundred percent about the music side of it, though. That's what because that one, even if he is still a partial owner, he still got rid of the majority stake. And yes, you come on as a board to kind of help guide us in this new realm that mm-hmm. we acquired. Um but it's interesting that if he was able to sell 50% of his Ace of Spades for as much as he did, mm-hmm. selling a majority stake of title, I would have personally thought he'd have got more out of that. How so? Do you have title? No. What do you have? Apple Music. And what else? Spotify. Mm-hmm. Because it's $3 and it's $4 and it's cheaper and it's what you're used to. True. Title's been out for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he did sell his ass, took all, him and B lost all of their streams even before she put out Lemonade. Mm-hmm. She never put it on fucking nothing else but Title. Mm-hmm. For a minute, that was cheese they was looking. That was promo to believe in this. Got Kanye's ass over here, Nikki, and all this other shit so we could pay artists so you guys can have more control of, of this thing going on. Mm. But you also don't want to be exclusive to us because the money is right over there. How long has he owned title? Niggas are still anti-title. So at what point do you sit there and say, hey, if I'm still trying to do this, I still want my artists to, my passion has not left with title. Sure. Square has nothing but freedom. Mm-hmm. With whatever their cash app was nothing but freedom. We don't have to go to the banks no more. I could just send you money right here and there. Mm-hmm. Now you can buy crypto on it. Stocks. Stocks. 
obviously Twitter is the last thing left. Obviously, we have like Instagram and Snap, but you know, Twitter's just always kept the same thing. It has people that have been on there for decades, you know. And whatever else the fuck that nigga Jackson too. Mm-hmm. I so, heard. Also, I wish I had the article, but I think there is another financial type company called like Lemonade or something. Yes, I've heard of them. And I think Jay-Z invested into them. I've heard of them. I also, I'm actually personally going to look up Lemonade because I saw something about uh, a joint home insurance, Mm -hmm. you know, with Lemonade and auto. And I was like, what the hell is Lemonade? So I don't know. I'm not going to penalize Jay-Z for, for, for how I see it is I'm going to sell a portion of, of what I earn to get where you guys are doing over there so I can get my hands into other things. And mm-hmm. then also I need you guys to push what I'm doing and I need you to put the money behind it. Mm. He's had title for almost 10 years and he still only sold it for two ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Really though. He's going to put, I think now thinking about it and reading more, he was paid in stock and cash. Mm-hmm. So now he has obviously a, a significant vested interest in Square's success. And even if my voice is only heard when it talks about music, still a big voice. So I don't I personally don't see these moves as I need a quick buck so I can go do something else. He's very calculated. He always has well, been. He's course. for us. And a lot of times, even when I was younger, we were younger. I didn't listen to whole records the way I'm listening to them now. Mm. When I hear a whole verse, I'm dissecting it. Like, what is a nigga saying? Okay, I can feel this. Mm. I want to be in this opportunity. You get what I'm saying? Mm. But because we're not born into that, because we're not given that, nine times out of ten, even if you are successful enough to be able to offer them something that they're willing to buy, it's like, we got to be on this fucking life or death. You sold yourself out. Or do you want to get paid so that you could do something else with the money? We, we, you know, not all the time it has to be tied. That's what white yeah. niggas do. They've just had it for so long. They're into 10 different things when it starts. Mm-hmm. Jack decides he wants to walk out from fucking Twitter or sell half of Twitter to go start X, Y, and Z things. He's getting a pat on the back. Wow, he's so advanced. Mm-hmm. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Other than Hove in our community, who is moving like this? Who even has anything to offer more than one category? I guess the interest and I don't know, but I guess the interesting thing and I guess when we just talk, when we hear people like Hove who do for whatever it's worth, seem to live out their raps in the sense of he talks about the importance of black ownership of things. As a businessman, he did the 100 percent logical, correct, smart, what business 101 mm-hmm. create something make it valuable enough that someone else wants to buy it for more than what you put into it done on to the next so as a businessman 100 percent. i do just think i guess a little bit below the surface when he because using again my dad as an example he still thinks of you know wanting to sell and i think of myself you know what i'm saying And I'm just like, wow, like you created something literally so special. You've put all the work in. I see it as an opportunity where even if you want to be able to kick your feet up, right, you don't want to be hands on with it. Mm -hmm. Build it into that. 
Don't sell it to get to that point. Just build it into that. The road may be a little bit longer, but who's to say that Beals Texas barbecue can't become the staple like you see Lucille's or whatever chain barbecue. Well, is. that's so, when, that's the point he says he's going to sell that. It would still have that name. It just... Of course, it'd still have the name, right? But again, even if that means you're still collecting royalties or whatever, like, right. yes, you're still going to profit or make money off of it. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I... I've never created nothing to that extent, even on my dad's level. He mm -hmm. has a very successful business. I've never created that. And so when I look at him, it's very admirable and I'm so proud of him. And even me, like never have I dreamed of being in the fucking restaurant business. But part of me is like, dang, by the time this nigga wants to sell the business, I want to be in a position where, you know what I'm saying? Either I could take it over or I could buy it or whatever, because I don't know, to me, there's just a lot of value in that hove did the 100 percent right thing as a businessman you gonna give me 700 million dollars for 50 percent and i'm getting half of that 700 <laughs> i'm set i'll never need i never need to make another deal for hove the rest been, of my life but beyond that hove has been made enough money that he exactly. will never worry for so it's not exactly so, so Think just 2% more. Like we always say. Right. Why niggas are caught up on the money because they can't see past that. Mm -hmm. What is he doing after that? Well, what is when Hove, he? When Hove, man, God forbid, Hove lives out to his time, not because, like, going to glorify his ass, but that niggas are past Diddy. And niggas, niggas don't want to talk about it. Mm. <laughs> Y'all let Diddy run around in the 90s, changing his name three times. He's a damn good businessman. Hovis passed him mm. a while ago. Mm. And it's not even so much about what they're both valued at and their price tag. Mm. Diddy comes off. How does Diddy come off to you? Yeah. They're, 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 uh, uh, the way. Persona, the way exactly. they carry themselves is two totally different people. Exactly. Even when Dre sold his beats. It was mm -hmm. 20 fucking years ago. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. There's still the headphones to have. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. nigga, you could have you made the AirPod, put a fucking B on that hoe, and niggas would have bought that. Hey. Niggas you be know? right there. You watch Shark Tank. Niggas be, <laughs> niggas be right there. I agree. Hold up, hold up, man. We, I don't know. I... I I just can't let niggas get off, oh, what I would have done, mm. what he should have done. Joe broke ass up. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> turn the music up, turn me down. Cool. Let's go get him again. This time is for the money, my nigga. Woo! Brooklyn, stand up. Never been a nigga this good for this long, this hood, or this pop, this hot, or this strong, with so many different flows. This one's for this song, the next one I switch up, this one will get bit up. These fucks too lazy to make up shit, they crazy, they don't paint pictures, they just trace me, you know what? Soon they forget where they club, they hold style from the try to reverse the outcome, I'm like, huh? 
not a biter, I'm a writer for myself and others. I say a big verse, I'm only bigging up my brother, bigging up my barrel. I'm big enough to do it, I'm that barrel. Plus, I know my own flow is foolish. So the rings and things you sing about, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. I'm in new sneakers, dual seaters, few divas. What more can I tell you? Let me spell it for you. W-I-L-L-I-E. Nobody truer than H-O-V. And I'm back for more. New York's ambassador. Prime Minister, back to finish my business up. Oh, hold up, man. Because you know what? <laughs> I'm serious. So this is... Oh, fuck all that. <laughs> Woo! Oh, bullshit. We running this rap shit. Memphis Bleak, we running this rap shit. B-Mac, we running this rap shit. Freeway, we running this rap shit. Oh, it's Fox, we running this rap shit. Chris and Neat, we running this rap shit. The takeover, the break's over, nigga. God MC, me, J Hover. Hey, little soldier, you ain't ready for war. ROC too strong for y'all. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, pin to a test. Chest in the line of fire with your thin ass vest. You bringing them boys to men. Them boys pull in. This is grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage, B.I. Reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Fuck up. Rockefeller is the army. Better yet, the Navy. Niggas will kidnap your baby. Spit at your lady. We bring knife to fist fight. Kill your drama. We kill you motherfucking ants with a sledgehammer. Don't let me do it to your Dunny, cause I overdo it. So you won't confuse it with just rap music. This is 20 years ago. Listen to me. Fuck your grandma's cookies, nigga. <laughs> Nigga's worth 1.5. He's in the NFL. He's in his fucking liquor. He's in the fucking music streaming. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z got his fucking... And he's fucking the bitch you want. Hold up. No, 1,000%. You're a victim. Here we go, CSI. No, yeah, 1,000%. And all praise all praise and shout out to him. I think the funny, the one interesting thing that I see in the, I guess, community is niggas really conflate uh, what, like, the success that Jay-Z has to their life. If Jay-Z doesn't teach you anything, it should be that you need to go out here and get what you can provide and what's realistic for, for you. your life. Everything that motherfucking Jay-Z does doesn't influence or shape my life in a real materialistic way. So I guess that's why it's just interesting, the whole conversation around this whole aspect of being the businessman that he is versus the ownership that he talks about and where is the fine line in between. The real question is, for a nigga like you, what would you do? Have a dinner with Jay-Z and get to pick his brain? Or are you taking $100,000? No time Drinking that wine Smoking that smoke Doing that cold Clearly you're high, you know what I mean? <laughs>
yo, in, no, in, what but, the fuck was Smokey on? In his Smokey? In his 50s, though. That's what hurt me. <laughs> Nigga didn't let that record go Gang during the, banging. He didn't let it go during the crack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, come All on. Right. Hold on. Yeah, who's you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, man. No, but the fact that he opened up with niggas talking about sipping that wine. Doing that cold. Giving up hope. Come on, smoke. gang, bang it. Come on, Smokey. Nah, but for real though, like you don't think being able to pick Jay Z's brain about his business acumen is worth more than that hundred grand in your hand, One bro? J- a dinner with Jay Z, you couldn't leave that dinner and go out and make more than a hundred grand off that type of information. Mm-mm. <laughs> Nigga, Jay Z would pick the fucking Honey bread <laughs> over Sinwin Warren Buffett. Bum ass niggas. Fuck. Out. I, I, I could just tell a lot of niggas on Twitter just And don't that's have what jobs. I be talking <laughs> A lot of you niggas still nah, getting paid under unemployment. Oh don't tell me it was a pandemic, bitch. You've nah, been I'm, broke for a while. I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm telling you niggas like Jay-Z and Rest His Soul, niggas like Nipsey have our, our people in shackles. We got niggas out here saying that they can a a, a dinner with Hove is worth more than a hundred grand. I know you've seen niggas talk about it. Shackles, man. Man, speaking of Nipsey, did you see the um new trailer for called Remorse Killer or something like that? Uh, or Remorseful? Oh, with Michael, Michael B. B. I guess it co-stars uh Lauren London. Yes. And you know she's pregnant in the in movie, the, yeah. and that's why niggas were gossiping about her, which is sickle mode. Now I am gonna just do a quick little hot take. I this to me is like hype because of Nipsey because she's a good actress, but she does BET stuff, you know, like I love. No, don't do that. Oh, man, see, I, I can't even just say nothing on here. Oh, but she does. I feel you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, wish she got her chase snatched. You figured me out. You got me red handed. <laughs> Shut your goddamn ass. <laughs> Shut Yo. your goddamn ha- ass up. No, have you ever snatched a chain <laughs> off somebody? Your girl in particular? Ooh, I have before. <sighs> it was off my mom, though. Hold up. <sighs> parents like they be talking shit on how you look but you catch them in your room and shit the fuck are you doing in here <laughs> I broke ass out my jewelry box you snatched your own chain off your <laughs> yes <laughs> you know her never see that motherfucker again <laughs> she is so damn motherfucker that night yo <laughs> I'm so fucking dead because that reminds me no, <laughs> you're a victim mm. here we go CSI <laughs> That's definitely perfect. 
Yo, where is your daughter's chain gotta be a child abuse? No, seriously, dude. (laughs) And then the bitch would get me to, like, I see her with my shirt on or something. It's like, oh, I just wanted, like, a baggy look. Like, hold on. You fucking bitch. Nah. (laughs) Nah, man. No, I'll never (laughs) forget. (laughs) <laughs> I'll never forget the way you and Ron used to talk about the way she used to do y'all for y'all birthday money. Oh man. And it's so funny now that now that I'm a parent because literally like give me your gift cards and your money because you're gonna lose them. <laughs> and oh, that shit used to have me crying one hundred percent of the time. Like niggas ain't even have their own wallets, like no, for real. And niggas used to turn up for me back in the day. I'd walk out with five, six hundred. Yeah, I remember being nine or ten on some shit. Like, all right, cool. But um, anyways, really quick, I was just saying in a very nice way. Yes, Lauren, we love you. Yes, um, I got. I know exactly. She has what you're it. I, I just think you know, is it great for her to see her on the screen and be next to Michael B? A hundred percent. You know, I want her to get back into herself and healed. I'm not nowhere over there. She just what I'm saying to be on is, Amazon, is what no, saying. that's not what I said. <laughs> what I'm saying is, how do you not still let yourself like you're hype now, mm. and it fucking sucks. Mm. That's why when, like you said, Bobby came out, you got a TMC hat next to you, you got a Crenshaw hat. Like Nipsey dying glorifies Lauren, so. You're, you know, you're throwing her on the big screen with the Amazon John and she's next to Michael B. And and then what's her role in the movie? The the wife of the soldier. Yeah, but she dies. She dies, you know, pregnant and all. And he's she got two episodes, my guy. They said, look, yo, we got we got this one point five. We need two episodes. You and Michael B. It's a great look for you. And she took it. No, it's a movie. Oh, I thought it was a series. No. It's a movie, bro. All right. Is she a better actor than Michael B. Jordan? Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm not even hating on that. Michael. Yo, let's fucking pause. Yo, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Let's. I got to get Michael B. the fuck out of here. <laughs> It was called Creed, but it should have been called Cringe. That shit. Bad, especially the second. The second one was a pinch better. It, they were. Bad. He was bad in Black Panther, and niggas don't oh, want to say. Oh no, bro. he was terrible he was, in. Black- oh. And I hate it because the character he was supposed to play was such a great character. Yep. But all that mean mugging and sticking his tongue <laughs> in his lip, walking around that he be doing that face he be making, like I'm not. Two movies that. I've seen that I thought Michael B. Jordan did a good job in. That one movie that's really sad about the young man that was shot in Oakland at the train station. Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale. That was a very good movie. I don't know if the movie, if it was just the movie or him. That was a pretty good movie. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And then there was this old movie he was in called Chronicle where him and these two white boys like got superpowers. And I just really love that movie. So, But... Mm. The looks he's been getting lately, like that Black Panther look, Woo. the Creeds. Come on, bro. He's a I bit. Know. He, he, he's hype. He's acting hype. in it of itself. I don't know how people do it. It's so embarrassing. And when I feel like people aren't doing a good job at acting, I start getting embarrassed for them. Mm. 
So if Lauren London, if she's a BET tier actress, as you say. No, okay, hold on, hold on. Where's our guy, Michael Let me B? clean it up, because I'm not going to return to this. Okay. Nothing wrong with BET. Obviously, we all know, know how I'm she got put it. on. Yes. Okay. Getting her chain snatched in ATL. So you so you on TI's side, then. That's what you pretty much just said. Look at that. This is a sick Negro. Look at that. Look at how quick. I walked into that one. That's fair. That's fair. So I think when Lauren, like with even with ATL, which we all love that movie, it's because it's a black. She was in This Christmas with Chris Brown. You watched that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Whoever's keeping tally, that's that's a black point for Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and hit my mark on the whiteboard. Um, no, I, I just think she got hyped because she was gorgeous. And, uh, you know, then she had Wayne's son nine, ten years ago. Yeah, that was. So she's kind of fell into like music videos and shit like that. A little bit of pieces. And then you got. She with, plays a great wife or girlfriend. Like that's her role. She's she's the light skin making good. And even Megan has done a, a shit ton of more movies. So that's like if they put Megan. Yeah, but it's like. Come on. If I make 100 cheeseburgers, at the end of the day, they're still cheeseburgers. I put Swiss on one, provolone on the other. This one had onions. This one didn't. Still a cheeseburger. And they play the hell out of those roles. I That's actually a great comparison. Light skin making good. I, I that's a great comparison. I'm, I'm just saying she, uh, because of her personal life, and then when she got with Nipsey, it was here and there. I know right when he passed, she was doing a show. Uh, I think it's still out yeah. uh, with Sharonez mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. whatever. And that, you know, she kind of had to take a break off that. So I just didn't, I don't think she's ever really gotten her groove mm. in acting, you know. Sure. So, you know, I'm happy for her. I hope this was, was uh a way for her to heal. I hope this was yeah. good energy for her. I for sure. wish her nothing but the best, but I do kind of feel like, mm, did you don't let, you know, like don't fuck with her because her hype is right. Is fucking well. And earned if she literally is, only has the role of playing like the loving wife of a soldier whose house gets the, broken into. Yes, and they, literally. And literally. that's, and now we're back to Michael B. Like, come on. Uh, yeah. Man. We've seen this movie a million times and I know you're it's just trying another to get way to get his shirt off. Pause. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Damn. I'm serious. Yeah, I, I feel you though. I feel you. That makes sense. I, I, I but think I, I, I hope that uh, I hope that that's a good piece. Uh, I never finished Malcolm and Marie. That we're old off that. It's old off that, but have I you, enjoyed it. Though. It was it was pretty. Have funny you watched too. Judas and the Black Messiah yet? No. Okay, I haven't either. So we okay. need to we need to take care of that. Okay, we'll do um, that. Dang, I look did, at us lacking in on black. That was our Black History Month objective, and mm -hmm. we, we kind of we kind of missed. I did uh, watch Tiger's Doc. Oh, so I get a half black coin. Oh, he what did he I'll call that? He said he was Caucasian. Man, it, I. <sighs> okay, well, we don't have to spend too much time, but now that you've seen it, like, what are your thoughts on just? Who Tiger was, or you know, who he started off as, who he was, <laughs> what he went through, like, what was, what was your breakdown? Because it was a lot. It was a lot. Man, niggas can say what his want. His dad was up there. <laughs> yeah. Now listen, 
That's cool, motherfucking boss, nigga. You know nothing about that. Wait, was he a victim? <laughs> was he a victim? Hell no. <gasps> Hell no. Listen, let's talk about this. Mm. This is a bigger conversation, and I know we're late in the game here. You still, and we still think Naomi is people describe in the nicest way a character. Sure. Right. She has had this character energy since she first walked out. It's been in her. It's not on her. It's in her and all this other shit. So let's just say you, your life was in a good position to where you could completely focus on her and her character. Like her and her alone. Like I have really nothing else that interests well, me. Well, no, it's not that you don't have nothing else that interests you, but this is your flesh and blood. And sure. they were very serious about However, his the dad was obviously already into golf. So it started in his garage. He's swinging on the golf ball. He has a son in the, the high chair, and he's just watching him. And the son is not crying. He don't need nothing. So what do they do as parents? Put do it, it again. Yeah. Well, you keep doing it mm -hmm. because you're entertained. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Well, one day he gets up and decides he wants to start swinging it. Mm -hmm. That was so impressive, that clip to me. Because when I just think of a 10-month-old, even my godson Caius is over a year old now. He can't swing no fucking get a stance i'd be so yeah. yes i do feel like shit he is highly concentrated he is highly focused on golf mm -hmm. was his father wrong in many ways as far as how he went about it sure um but the only problem i truly see here is you didn't also give him the opportunity to have a social life exactly you know yeah. right exactly but your social life is in your success. Now, I still think... It's too late by then. For Tiger, it was. But listen to me. Mm -hmm. Because of the amount of success, the same thing with people that are True. of great, great stature. Michael Jackson was around 100 niggas. He was, you know, come on, he was just as young. LeBron James, though, is probably the greatest basketball player, but he plays a team sport. So he has been really successful since the start, but he's always around people. Golf is just me and this thing here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I'm gonna be honest. I can't I can't penalize his dad for that. I think he made mistakes. Sure. But did you graduate and you went through and you're successful and now you get to live your life? Yes. Mm -hmm. You he was gonna have to bump his head. All the time. Now, I am going to say this. Come on. This is not his personal dog. You could tell they had a fucking narrative. How many fucking white women did they have on there talking out the side of their fucking necks? Yeah. You got a girlfriend that he dated for two and a half years. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, Tiger yeah. was just, he was just kind of a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just, and bitch, this other bitch talking about what kind of guy goes scuba diving? Yeah. Uh, come on. No, those, I those. Those people, the story that they were trying to tell, there's truth to that. He idolized his father. His father idolized him. And his mom was just as strict. And he was successful. He also had no other brothers and sisters. Yeah. So, yes, he was completely secluded. Yes, he needed more social practice and training. Mm -hmm. But at that point, he's 10 years old, whipping grown-ass man. Are you, if Naomi honestly right now picked up a trade at 7, and beyond the hype of your family, niggas in your, comp your competition, your dad has been this parent for sure right we are parents mm -hmm. gianni's running track and she's into it and niggas are saying whatever even though i know she has asthma i'm gonna try to push her to the 10th degree because sure. you can become extremely 
successful this sure. way and you enjoy it from what I can tell. Yes. Right. Being a parent, I kind of. I gave the dad that one because sure. you're going to take the hit. But when he got older and their relationship was icky because of his father's help. Now, the dad could have been an asshole. He was a cheater. He had his own issues. But I didn't see any clips of nothing less than pure intentions of making you the best. And he put out a hell of a lot of time. Sure. You weren't just Joe Jackson. You're just some dancing ass niggas while I sit here on the couch. He is at every tournament, even as a grown ass man. Sure. And Tiger has, he's been a reigning MVP for close to 30 years now. He's been sure. a popping since the nineties. Yeah. So these decisions, Tiger, that you're making mm -hmm. as a grown ass man, cause we all have ripped childhoods. Mm -hmm. Niggas have had it worse than you, my nigga. And have still been able to get their shit together. Sure. You with, and even the women. Yeah. He had over 250. So did all these other fucking NBA players of yeah. all them bitches got in a row. Come on. So the story has been different. Well, with yeah. Tiger and my here. thing with tiger is like, I'm not <laughs> the women in the, the scan. I, the thing that I thought was so fucked up was how the scan, how he was treated in response to the scandal. Yes. He did nothing different than anyone with his stature and his success before him has done. He's done nothing different. No. The way he was treated, though, in response to that was nuts. The way his family was treated in response to that was nuts. And I agree with you in the sense that I don't like I wouldn't. <clears throat> that's why I don't think the dad was abusive. But I do think that there is a very fine line in saying that I am what I am because of. XYZ and my parents, mm -hmm. or in spite of XYZ and my parents. You think that was spite? No, I'm not. I'm kind of just elevating the conversation in that fine line of like the way we treat our children is what I'm saying. Obviously, if we see our children doing something that they enjoy doing and they're, yeah, I agree. Push your child as far as they can go in what they want to go to. It's going to be obviously up to you to determine on how you do that in the most healthy way for that child you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying but i am just also saying that again when we're talking about people like tiger woods lebron james the venus sisters and or the williams sisters and, and, and these just these children that just seemingly are just quote unquote gifted right mm -hmm. that is amplified times a million so that's why tiger not having quote unquote the 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 social skills being developed as intentionally as his golf skills at a young age was problematic for his life simply because he became tiger motherfucking woods the best golfer we've ever seen on this motherfucking planet hold up Tiger Woods. It was a bunch of Period. old white people in motherfucking England hitting some balls with sticks until Tiger on plantations. stepped until on plantations. Until Tiger stepped on the motherfucking green in the way they treated that nigga when he got caught up in a little bit of bullshit. Oh yeah. That's what I'm you know what I'm saying? So that's that's the only reason why it sucks. Now is it right. the dad's fault or I'm not even gonna put it all on the dad the parents' fault. I'm not gonna say it's like their fault as in they intentionally did that to their son. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I think that's what's important. Um, but I do think that conversation about pushing your children, 
can very quickly sometimes turn into living vicariously through your children, right? And so that's why I think it's just important to kind of recognize those things. And you got to find the balance. When Naomi was in Taekwondo, I was on her motherfucking ass. And she didn't really enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. She'd put it up before it for two months. And then, hey, we let it go. Because I also didn't want to become the parent that's like, well, you're just going to do this. Because you need something to do, right? Mm -hmm. Some type of extracurricular, quote unquote. That's how I grew up. Mm -hmm. So you're going to do something. But if you're not enjoying it, like I'm not going to push you to become the best in something that you clearly just are not grasping because you don't want to do it, right? So take you out, put you in soccer. Take you out, put you in acting class. Take you out. We're going to do the rigmarole until something sticks. But when it does stick, yeah, like I want to so pour what, into So at her. what point, uh, just to, and not because I'm coming down on you, but I'm just asking, no, at what point is it that you're living through her or you're being a supportive parent? Let's just say she goes and let's say she, she rolls with soccer. You being a person that looks back on your life saying, I wish I would have played soccer for a long time. Mm -hmm. She loves it. Mm -hmm. She starts playing. Mm -hmm. She plays through junior. Mm -hmm. You know, she has the, the travel ball. Mm -hmm. She's in, mm -hmm. you know, high school. It's looking like she could really get a scholarship. Nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. And go to play soccer. Mm -hmm. At what point, if she tells you, like, now nah, I'm not going to play in college. Mm. That's and, a you're, and you're like, so, okay, so... What was but, all this for, right? Well, that, but like, okay, so what else are you going to do? Sure. And how are you going to get your school paid for? And, you mm -hmm. know, that's, to me, where you as a parent is like, okay, listen, yes, mm -hmm. I could let you, quote unquote, let, quote unquote, you walk away from this thing because you think you don't want to do this anymore. But as your parent, I'm telling you, you don't know the other side. So you going to school, not on a scholarship, no money in your pocket, based on your grades, trying to figure it out is totally different than being on a sports team, even just in college, even if it stopped at college. Mm -hmm. We're talking about superstars that never even went to college because of the kind of dedication the parents had towards the kid and the kind of the talent that the kid had. These conversations, how how else was the parent going to get looked at? Name mm -hmm. one, I mean, just highly successful fucking, uh, you know, LeBron James, his story, his success is in spite of his father. Yeah. Walked out, left me alone with my mom. I'm a big-ass nigga. I'm going to play something. I'm going to play football. And he just took yeah. off. It was bigger than he him. Was, he's not LeBron James because his father did that. He's LeBron James Despite his father, correct, did that. Yes, correct. That's correct. You know what I'm saying? But when, but because of his mother, right? If you want to so, look at it from that way, so that's what I'm saying. You know, they're they're kids and they have all this fucking talent on an extremely high level. Well, assuming that I witness something in Naomi from now until whenever, I give a fuck if it happens when she's 25, that she's just like protegeic at, like, you know then yes, it's going to, it's going to be a teaching moment because that was always the conversation. Like, well, you don't have to go to college. What the fuck else you going to do though? You gonna get a job where are you going to get a job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? At least with college, from my parents' point of view, their, their stance was at least if you go to college, you know, you work part-time or whatever you handle, what you can handle. We'll take care of the rest. 
but it's still that conversation. Also at the same time though, I remember in college when I hit my limit of football, mm -hmm. I couldn't get no better. I couldn't get no faster. My body was breaking down on me. Mentally, I was tapped. Mm -hmm. I was done. In college, I still got extremely judged mm -hmm. for letting that go. Yeah. But, and, and so that's why I'm saying it, it's hard because I don't off, have bro, the answer, but, but it's a off, very fine line. We're not line. talking about average Joes. Nine times out of ten, if you don't have this kind of a, a thought process, it's it's the parents that have said, I'm going to choose you, son. Mm. To be the greatest golfer ever. Even Beyonce, as great as she is, mom was at the salons doing her dresses, doing her gowns, putting her in shit. Dad mm. was coaching her. They have the parents decided we're gonna go all the way until something connects, mm. and their kid hopefully gets into it. Damn, she's really good. Mm. But Beyonce was in Destiny's Child like the rest of them, but she worked harder. Mm. Period. Now, does that mean she did it because Matthew was telling her to do it? Maybe. Or because what else am I doing? I I don't know how to do nothing else. Right. So it's I'm not talking about just wanting to quit and getting onto new things and being in our early twenties and saying, Hey, I'm done with this. Sure. We're talking about parents that literally their kid does nothing fucking else. Cause they push these niggas. Mm. My greatest, my closest experience to that was Ron, you know, he played football. He played, what is that shit called? Flag football, flag football, fucking junior peewees, all that type shit. Now, I'm not no watching football ass nigga, but I thought my brother was good. Mm -hmm. We went to practice all the time. His dad's the coach, the whole bit. Mm -hmm. Goes all the way, switches high schools for it. Y'all know the story. Mm -hmm. Went all the way to UCLA D1. For us, that was huge. It's crazy. He had every opportunity at that point, not to be the best that ever did it, but he still had the opportunity. To go to the NFL and to live his life in that way. That was a lot of time his dad took out. So it's not just when my son wants to play and I'm going to just hold the nigga. Not take him to practice, not buy him the equipment, blah, blah, blah. You also have to parent, have to literally get into it. And it's a thing between y'all. So that's why as a parent, when I did see the Tiger Dog, <clears throat> it wasn't a story that has just never been told before. Uh, I feel for Tiger. Yes, there's things he's maybe hasn't matured and, and went through that we did uh, younger than him. But at some point, we need to put it on Tiger. You've been making oh, bad fucking decisions, bro. No, of course. His dad's been dead since, I don't know, 2006, 2007. Mm -hmm. You know, you've won Masters after that. You've had a family. You have kids. You're caught. Yes, he was. Uh, His face was definitely, you know, face down on the mud. And they was just shitting on that nigga anytime they could. But he's even done with that, you know? So when you're just getting caught up with drugs and you're you're out of your mind and you're still like, you just need to pay for those. And again, it's yeah. not because celebrities are the only people that get caught doing those things, but you're a celebrity. So bottom line. Yeah. Bottom line. So yes, we're going to read about it, mm. you know? Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I am going to watch... There's a couple of movies on Netflix I've been wanting to get to. Um... Don't feel like I've been having the time to watch anything, mm -hmm. but that weekend after the pod, I told Jen, like, fuck it, like, let's watch this documentary. Mm -hmm. We like docs, so. Yeah. That was that. 
anything else before we get up out of here? Oh shit. Um, I mean, nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Um, well, real quick, we haven't got an update <clears throat> since we're kind of Tiger. It's, you know, sports. We haven't got an update. How is uh? Give us an update on the uh, the fantasy league. How's that going? I'm having a little bit of a losing streak. Damn. Fucking KD and Kawhi always fucking out. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Like, it's always some fuck shit with them. But I'm still going to make the playoffs. Okay. All right, well. I'm still going to make the playoffs. We're still in the running. Um, but pff, niggas don't want to talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about your boy. The new... That the new mellow. Is, that nigga's name is LaMelo Balling, nigga. <laughs> Change my jersey, Woo. bitch. <laughs> I'm balling. I'm balling, bitch. That nigga is averaging 30, bro. Averaging six assists. Averaging fucking six or seven rebounds. Leads all rookies in everything. Nigga, give me that. Talking all that cash shit. And that has spiked Alonzo to put a little bit of chip in his dip. Yes. And and starts shooting better too. I think he's gonna get traded pretty soon. Hopefully he can find his feet somewhere because you're already gonna be on your third team and you're still on your rookie contract. You gotta get some shit going, my nigga, or else you're gonna be yeah. one of those you're gonna be a Seth Curry <laughs> to, your, like to your brother. I, yeah, that sucks. I don't I don't know. I do feel like <clears throat> shit, excuse me. I do feel like that Lonzo got a real yes. hard ride for his first two years, especially Getting traded from the Lakers was kind of like, dang, that sucks for him. And he's a good player. He's a good player. Like, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with – I don't think there's anything wrong with him. I don't know. I don't know if they'd ever want to. It'd be pretty dope to see them on the same fucking team, though. It would just be cool. Like, they're fucking brothers. They could fucking ball out together. They'd be on some real sickle mode shit. Lamelo though, I'm super happy for him just because that whole family, especially like Lonzo, everyone wanted to ride this shit out of Lonzo. Lamelo, they weren't gonna make it. Why is he playing in Europe? Why is he doing this? Who did he wop that? He mm-hmm. should have went to fucking college, man. Still. That nigga did all that shit. Still went. Did he go first or second? Oh, he went to. He went after still uh, went, James Wiseman. Still went second in the draft. And nigga, since I've stepped foot on the court, didn't even want to start me. In the beginning, mm-hmm. as a second, you know, second round draft or first well, round. That, well, that's come on. Look, man, I'm out on the court. We're balling. I'm out on the court. Niggas is standing up. I'm out on the court. We're throwing alley oops. I'm hitting shots from six feet beyond the rim, nigga. Pay me, nigga. Yeah. He's fucking balling. He He's still got it. a rookie contract. He's getting about eight million a year, though. Nothing wrong with that. And now that your brother has, I just so... mean pay. Like, give me my respect, nigga. I'm oh, out niggas here are putting giving it to daggers nigga. in your eye, LeBron's nigga. posting his ass. The NBA's all over him. He's he's about the number one likes basketball player right now because niggas are like he is just balling and and it looks new and it looks different and this is a feeling like, we have. And it's like, why are niggas surprised? Like, why are niggas surprised? Because his brother, they both have a funky shot. His fucking dad is always going to be a, a topic of conversation, and you don't want to see them doing good. So when they are, we're like, oh. Man, I, I saw that nigga pulling up from half court <laughs> in high school like it was a fucking free throw. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cash. Cash money, nigga. Um, but, yeah, that's cool. Sports, you make the playoffs. Um. 
I don't know. We ain't been in our politics bag in a minute. And I don't even necessarily know if this is just a politics thing or if it's just stupid. But, uh, you know, when are you booking your flight to Austin to, you know, hit the dine-in restaurants without your mask? <sighs> Niggas are just dumb, man. And and then wasn't, I don't know if that was the governor or who that was. And he was also... Um, talking about putting god back in our school systems and i think it was like one of the senators or some shit yes texas definitely we need to get god and prayer back into schools that's what's wrong with america texas had no fucking lights and water and everything else but go ahead and chop the mask like get your ass up there and speak up on that but like of all the restrictions that you could quote unquote alleviate like the mask doesn't cost anybody anything. No. Nope. If it's just about the businesses and you want businesses to be able to flourish, then do that. If right. it's just about this, that, or the third and economy or blah, 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 do that. But like literally it takes no effort to put on and take off the mask. So it's kind of just, it's kind of just creepy because not even like we see certain places around the country that have been seemingly open regardless you know people talk about georgia people talk about florida a lot mm -hmm. i don't know it's just just real sicko shit going on with these supposed people in control all the way around left to right like these niggas are fucking sickos mm. gonna un alleviate the mass mandate and open up a hundred percent while we're still trying to make sure we can vaccinate niggas for the one strain we have a vaccination for this shit gets to spreading again niggas start mutating now the vaccine's worthless and mm -hmm. it's granted it's not like every state in the country has done that but i mean whatever like i don't know shit's weird but stay safe be smart be responsible because uh <laughs> niggas is out here wilding for sure with that being said y'all know what time it is <laughs> Show some love. Show some love segment. Yes, sir. We were on our Black History shit, so you know we had to pay homage to our ancestors. But uh, we're gonna kind of get back into the original swing of things. Uh, this week on Show Some Love, gotta give a shout out to my baby girl Naomi has turned seven this week. <sighs> seven years old. Um, not even gonna get into the long tirade of the mushy shit, but seriously, she's she's my student, she's my teacher. I love her with all my heart. I was going through the memories the other day, brought tears to my eyes. Like she's for real been my road dog, our road dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so for real. Just you know, I just want to give all the love and praise to her. Um, that's my daughter, man. What you want me to say? Yes, sir. Definitely happy birthday, Buddha. Happy belated at this time. Mm -hmm. um, I was just looking at her yesterday, you know, and I'm just like, ugh, she looks weird. Like, she's old. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. fuck, it's really been seven years. So that was good. I was glad we were all able to celebrate together and, uh, you know, bringing her birthday something right. Mm -hmm. My show some love for this week goes out to Billy Smalls. Billy Smalls. to date my cousin <laughs> and he is the father of my guy hi toria shout out to toria it was your birthday wow. too it was your birthday too look how i got your back uh, 
Facebook and Google, Billy is now officially hired onto Airbnb uh, and definitely secured the bag. Uh, <laughs> next man. Mexico trip on you, niggas. For sure. We're proud of you, brother. Keep doing your thing. Keep grinding. Keep elevating yourself. This has been the Act Right Podcast episode 27. 27. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.